0: This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service and you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan.
1: Hello and welcome to Radio Free Topac, episode 29. My name is Arthur... My name is Donovan, and this week, uh, I just wanted to share some news items. How you feel about some news items, Donovan? Dude, I'm I love the news. News That's item. News item number one: Kanye West was spotted wearing a MAGA hat and a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt. What's what's up with that? <laughs> it's bad. I don't like it. Yeah. Kanye's got brain worms. Come on, Kanye, you can do better. Also, news item number two. Amazon's increasing their uh, minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour because Bernie Sanders was like, "What the fuck is wrong, Jeff Bezos? You're a piece of shit." And he's and they uh, he did it.
0: That's that's some good ass news. for Yeah, me. it's rare. Like I, I sometimes just don't believe it or assume something has to be wrong if I read <laughs> something that doesn't make me want to die. Right.
1: So that's good because this is hell world. Oh, a- absolutely. At some point, we entered the darkest timeline. I will say my one
0: comment on the Kanye situation. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Kanye's music is awesome.
0: Yeah, and I have defended Kanye to so many people who like complained about him being like a jerk and like a talentless jackass and all this stuff. Yeah. and I'm always like, he's just fucking with people because it gets you to talk about him, which is accurate and kind of still accurate in this situation. Right. Uh but also n- now you're just like a full tilt jackass. Like, you, you, what are you doing? <laughs> And now, now I feel like uh, now I feel like I'm owed reparations for fucking easy. <laughs>
1: oh come on! For all the
0: emotional effort <laughs> I have put into defending his name uh, before the brain worms took him, or maybe they were there all along. It's true.
1: Point I always make, and I want to make it very quickly again about Kanye West is that he paid for the plastic surgery that killed his mom. That'll drive anybody insane. Fuck, dude! I did not know that. You didn't know that. No. Yeah, Donda's like, I want a facelift. And he's like, whatever you want, Mom. And then she died.
0: Oh, man. That's brutal. Yeah. That's fair. That didn't make anybody nutty. And uh, hey, on that great note, it's Radio Free Toad
1: <laughs> It's a show about relationships.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, sometimes news. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Arthur, uh, speaking of things that the show is about, I got a new segment this week. Okay. It's a one-off because I, uh, I don't think I don't think I keep doing this. Uh, but I present to you, it's Dono's Tinder bot spotting tips. What
1: kind of uh, what treatment. kind of drop do you want for that?
0: Uh, something fucking exciting. Maybe like some trumpets, like just really hype. Like maybe a choir noise. Like ah!
1: okay, I'll make that happen. Ah! All right, whatever you want, man. All right, bingo. Uh,
0: so here's the deal. Your boy is single again. Which means the boys back on Tinder again recently. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I also, woohoo! Cause, uh, yeah, it's true. Didn't mention it before because I uh, don't really want to talk about it because it sucks. <laughs> uh, but what doesn't suck, no, actually what also sucks is uh, Tinder bots. The hmm. uh, unfortunate robotic cancer that plagues many dating apps, but particularly Tinder for some reason. Like I know Bumble's got the you can like verify a picture and you get like a little check mark mm-hmm, uh, and that mm-hmm. seems to help. But uh Tinder no luck there. Uh they're still relatively rampant. Uh and so through years of tedious uh fucking granular research, uh I have narrowed down commonalities between the Tinder bots that can help you spot them before you end up trying to fuck a robot.
1: <laughs> so are you uh
0: you ready for these?
1: Yes, yes I am ready.
0: Alright, number one is broken into three parts. And these all have to do with the pictures. So, you're looking at a Tinder profile, you're going through, here's a few things that are bad news with pictures. Mm-hmm. They got one picture? Not good. Especially if there's no bio. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's on Tinder and is like, here's one, uh, that's it. Unless maybe they only look good in one picture, but that's all suspicious. That's me. Uh, shit. Okay. Uh, well, not you. You're an exception. <laughs> all pictures in the same setting. Like, if you see, it's like five pictures, and they're just in different poses, wearing the same clothes in the same place, mm. probably a bot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Bots mm-hmm. Uh, don't have a very varied wardrobe. There it is. Also, if all pictures look professionally done. Uh, uh yeah. Bad news. Uh, most people, most people, most of the pictures you have were not taken by a goddamn professional photographer. True. Uh, so be on the lookout for that.
1: If a photograph has a Shutterstock watermark in it, it's probably a robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
0: have a very interesting Shutterstock tattoo directly across their forehead, and somehow leaking into the background. Uh yeah, not good. And then finally, uh, you know, if all of them are just generic looking, there's no setting to them. Mm. You know what I mean? You want to be on the lookout for like maybe a spot you're in your town. That can also that can also be shifty. Mm. All right, so that's that's your picture ones, that's your main flags. Here's the big flags that uh, almost guarantee this is a bot. Okay. One is so many of these damn profiles you go on it, and they're like, "I don't really read this much." Follow me on Insta, Mm. and it becomes even sketchier. Even sketchier if, uh, like, their name is like Jackie, and then their Instagram is like Tina Nine Thousand Sixty Nine. Sure. Yeah, you gotta look for those inconsistencies. Finally, this is my favorite one. There is some fucking idiot programmer for these bots uh, who continues to put the same description and, like, a little variation about it (laughs) where they have kind of this wall of text, like, about a couple-paragraph description. And then at the end, it's like, if you see my secret message, like, swipe right, and you go back, and very cleverly, like, the first letter of uh, each of the sentences, like, the capital letters, comes out to, like, I want it in my butt. (laughs) Or like, put it in my poop shoot. Like, always always something just fucking generically heinous like that. Yeah, just, just pro tip: nobody is on Tinder, and it's just like, hey, put it, put it in my ass, random stranger. And if you, if you have the capability to find capital letters, really want to do anal with
1: you. No, it's a robot.
0: It's fucking Skynet. Uh, and it's all bad. So swipe left, and. uh Yeah, don't get bot-fucked. Stay safe out
1: there. Stay safe out there, indeed. Donovan. Yeah, ma'am. What's up? Are you ready to rumble? I'm
0: ready to rumble, partner. Here it comes. I'm a little heated up. I'm a little heated up after this bot talk, but
1: uh, now I'm ready to save some relationships (laughs) with real people. Keep that that heat flowing, because here it come. Boyfriend's strange nighttime cock talk? I am a 24-year-old female. With a 28 year old BF. He doesn't usually talk in his sleep, but last night he woke me up saying, I love cock. I want to suck dick. Over and over again. Should I be concerned? Is he gay? And that was asked by Little Evil Penguin. Seven years ago, by the way. We went to the archives for this one.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. It it's an RFTB throwback. Mm hmm. Yeah, that means we have to say the rest of the question in reverse. Uh, so you ready? All
1: right,
0: we nailed it. No, dude, people <laughs> say crazy shit in their sleep all the time. True. Like if you sleep talk, nobody's like, uh, "Oh, like I love my girlfriend." Uh I better remember to pay my bills on time. <laughs> like you, you just say crazy shit because people dream about crazy shit. So I don't. No, he's not. I don't think he's gay. I mean. That's just that's just some weird shit you say at night, yeah, I mean maybe, but i don't yeah i don't I don't think you should be concerned if that's your only sign,
1: some folks here are are positing uh that perhaps he is imagining you saying that in a dream, like he's dreaming about you and then like speaking your dialogue subconsciously
0: <laughs> interesting, that's possible, man, maybe they're just taking on different characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh. My mom told me I was, I was sleeping in the room on vacation or something as a kid, and uh, she said I woke her up in the middle of the night, I'm dead asleep, and I'm just, like, railing out the uh, the Gettysburg Address for some reason. Wow.
1: You're probably memorizing <laughs> yeah. it for school.
0: <laughs> it must have been. I at least got, like, the four score seven years ago and all that stuff at the beginning. Yeah. But
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'm
0: not Abraham Lincoln, and uh, this dude's not gay just because he's saying he wants to suck some dick in his sleep. <laughs>
1: Apsley House says, I'm a terrible misogynist when I dream, apparently. My GF said I told her to make me pancakes, then rub my balls. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow.
0: Very specific uh, combination. Yeah,
1: make me pancakes, then
0: rub my balls. Yeah. Yeah, that's my kink. Sweet breakfast foods and testicle play. <laughs> ah, testicle play. <laughs> I will say, Tim, either either... Uh my other sleep talk memory I just remembered I was uh, I was out on vacation somewhere with my girlfriend in high school and her family and they were Norwegian Mm -hmm. and uh, in the middle of the night like her one of her younger brothers is asleep and just sits straight up and belts out all in Norwegian and I don't know the words for it but uh, I speak Norwegian I speak English I speak Spanish and then he lays back down what the hell all in norwegian like if you're gonna say you speak all these different languages like yeah you know. you,
1: you you would sit up and say uh hergen flergen i speak english yo Habla espanol
0: bingo dude i didn't know you spoke norwegian that's <laughs> wild yeah, i don't know that simultaneously scared the shit out of me but also cracked me the fuck up
1: that's very good people say
0: weird stuff don't worry about it.
1: and so what if he wants to suck dick I, was, I mean, all said
0: that. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe he wants to suck dick. He doesn't have to suck dick just because he wants to. If you, want, if you want to maintain monogamy, you know what I mean.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, I- in any case, don't don't be concerned about this.
1: Yeah. Don't read too much into it.
0: Oh wait, wait, wait! Shit, there's an edit there. Oh yeah. I Confronted him about it, and he admitted to fantasizing about guys sometimes. <laughs> Ooh, he doesn't seem to think it's a big deal, and he claims he'd never actually touched a guy before. My world is shaken, and I don't, I don't know what to think. Well, shit, that, that, changes, uh, that changes everything That does change everything. Yeah. But that's, that's back to what you said. Man.
1: Yeah. He doesn't that's, have that's to. That's not a big... Exactly. Maybe it's after he breaks up with you kind of thing. There you go. So just wait for him to break up with you, and then he'll go suck dicks. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: No, and definitely the worst thing you can do here uh, is is stew on that too much. Yeah. Again, we come back to this. He's, he's dating
1: you. Don't get into you the know? pot with the exactly with the potatoes and carrots. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And if it becomes a big deal and you are just gonna break up, and that's all right. But it, he, if he doesn't think it is, he's telling you it's not,
1: and he's never done anything.
0: He's just fantasizing about it. I I wouldn't worry that much. True. True. Certainly. Certainly, don't let your uh, world shake about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Nailed it. Turned down the Richter scale. Nailed it. No, nailed it. I don't think that's how that works, actually. I don't think the Richter scale is like a dial you can kind of turn down.
1: Yeah. This ooh, this earthquake's a little intense. We should probably <laughs> dial it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's how earthquakes happen. It's just some fucking drunken asshole is like, no, dude. Not shaky <laughs> turn enough. Turn it up to 11. Bingo. All right. I wanted to do my stupid transition bit again, but uh, I do it every episode.
1: (laughs) You can't do it two in a row. (laughs) That's probably... Bring that back in about 28 episodes. There we go. We'll do a callback.
0: All right, next question. My 30F boyfriend, 30, has bruised lips after a night out. This is a weird one. My boyfriend of one year went out on Friday night, didn't get home till 4 a.m. I have no problem with this, although this is out of character for him. I didn't hear much from him during the night as his battery died. Again, no problem. However, I saw him on Sunday, and his lips were all bruised. The only time I've had this is after passionately kissing. I know I sound a bit nuts, but my gut is that my boyfriend got with someone. He keeps on about how his lips are chapped from the cold weather, but they don't look chapped, just a bit bruised. I've had suspicions about how faithful he is, but no firm evidence. I do know he cheated on his past two girlfriends, though. Can we get an edit? <clears throat> he doesn't know that I know he cheated on his exes. I found, found this out recently through mutual friends. Apparently, there are certain girls in our town who he used to reach out to when he was bored at home on his own. My boyfriend, or should I say, soon-to-be ex, has always insisted he has been cheated on or treated badly by his previous girlfriends. TLDR, boyfriend came home from
1: night out. With bruised lips. And I was posted by Blue Bruises. How do you get bruises from making out? How? How? Yeah. Jesus Christ,
0: dude. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if I'd just been like a weak kisser or something, but you, you agree that's not a thing? It
1: seems fucking weird. I mean, the only thing I can think about is some some people like to suck lips.
0: That's true. That's true. But you'd have to be pretty, have to be pretty fucking yeah. hard to get that going. Or you just just making out and instead of a lip bite, you're just chewing on their bottom lip like a piece of gum.
1: <laughs> Ooh,
0: Ow. That's hot.
1: <laughs> Man, okay. Yeah. How come people wanna like bite nipples on a casual hookup? They want to bite the nipple. That's 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 <laughs> like a that's a more intimate get to know me better thing. You think so? Quit biting my nipples. <laughs> Stop it, casual hookups. <laughs>
0: uh very important aside in public service announcement there. Yeah. yeah. Don't chomp lips and don't chomp nipples.
1: Yeah. Don't chomp lips or nipples.
0: Yeah, man. Not not pieces of gum. Uh this is suspicious as fuck.
1: Yeah, it's pretty weird.
0: You agree? Yeah.
1: Especially the, since uh, you know that he's cheated on his exes. And that he lied to you about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And also a sign we've mentioned before is that he's, he's insisted he's been cheated on her. he's in the wrong. Like he's talking all this shit about his exes. Uh, when really it was him causing the garbage, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I think any of these on their own, except for the lying part there, like Bruce lips or battery died. Heck at all. You know, maybe you could look for the, the more upbeat explanation there or more innocuous explanation but this, this combination is bad news. And, uh, yeah, I bet he made
1: out with somebody. Yeah. And you got to decide if that's enough of a breach of trust for you to, uh, bounce on this.
0: It sounds like she did. If she's calling her, uh, yeah. calling her soon to be ex. Yep.
1: Decision made.
0: Well, yeah, dude, she's air horn all on her, her own. Yeah. Our listeners are really, uh, really picking it up. They're taking the training wheels off
1: <laughs> and they're getting that two wheeled air horn that, uh, Makes you a big boy. Uh, AJS1004 says, I got, a, I got a bruised lip once when I gave an aggressive BJ. Lol. So it happens. Damn. The likely answer. Okay, that
0: even more so than kissing, yeah.
1: dude. Jesus. The likely answer is OP's boyfriend was giving aggressive blowjobs to Scooter Dude. More <laughs> Cowbell says, this thread just went from suck to blow. <laughs> Case closed. Yep. Goddamn. Yeah.
0: No, I can't. I really can't think of an innocuous reason for that. Like, it's either that or he got punched in the lips. Right. And that would be a weird thing to, like, lie about.
1: And that uh, that gives a very distinctive bruise pattern that I, I think if we do the forensics on this guy's lips, it doesn't match up.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at a side by side picture here. And, uh, yeah, the p- patterns are very different. It's like a signature. Right. Also, chap lips are bleeding and stuff. I don't think anybody's lips chap and then they just get bruised. It no. doesn't make any sense. No. Right. He's making Your boyfriend's shit. Boyfriend's full of shit. Yeah. Yeah! Air horn him. Alright. Beer. Beer, beer, and air horns, Arthur. That's all we need. That's right. Alright. You ready to uh you ready to hit this next one?
1: I think I am. My 27F family is having trouble accepting my fiance, 28M. Throw away. Me and Jay. I've been together for three years, and he just proposed to me last week. I haven't told my family yet. I have two sisters, 32F and 30F, both married, no children. I've been very lucky to be born in a well-off family. We never wanted for anything, and because we were all girls, (laughs) we were pretty spoiled. Not bratty or snobby, though. Our parents paid for Ivy League colleges for all of us, and we have no debt. Oh, fuck you. Jesus. (laughs) My parents are in the property development business. All three of our sisters got master's degrees. I currently work for a company, but my sisters all got into the family business. What's more is that both of them got some classic American dream story of meeting their husbands in college, marrying after graduation, and they are all four working on mom and dad's business. Pretty lame if you ask me, says the question asker. Not me, but also pretty lame if you ask me also. (laughs) Anyway, my fiance is from a different dough. He grew up in a regular family, I guess middle class, question mark, went to college, but just for an associate's degree, and is now working for $20 an hour, 9 to 5. We're fine with the money. I never ask uh, anyone for help or anything, but we are certainly not as comfortable as my sisters or parents. I work hard, and I earn good money, but my income is like 70% of our total income while my fian- fiancé makes 30% for those of you following on, uh, along at home. 70 <laughs> Quick maths. 100% less 70%. would be 30%. During dinners or gatherings, my family always talks about their business, networking, new projects, stuff like that. They all work together, and they see each other at the office all day, but still have things to talk about at home. I'm interested in real estate, too, and I enjoy the conversations, which are very informative, but my fiancé is bored to death. He doesn't understand almost anything we talk about and feels left out. I brought up this issue with my parents and sisters, and they say, basically, they basically said... Well, if he had a brain, it would be easier. They think that because my fiancé almost never says anything, he doesn't have an opinion or any knowledge. I didn't yet tell them we're engaged because all of them will probably just brush it off and be like, I thought you'd find someone better. What should I do? I don't want to cut my family off, and I want to somehow make my fiancé fit in better. Any ideas? And that was posted by Unicarinata. Interesting name. Oh man.
0: Yeah, your parents are assholes, dude. Yeah, God, I think damn. your whole
1: family fucking sucks and I hate their guts. <laughs> I think Yeah. I think uh your family should be liquidated and their assets should be distributed to the proletariat.
0: National or the uh, international and then uh, move on. No, dude, this is this is beyond just like uh, the question that you're kind of bringing up is how do you make it fit in? Like your parents are being really shitty to you, your whole family yeah. is being really shitty to you. Yeah, particularly in that. Well, if he had a brain, it would be easier. Yeah, like you know, you're he's your fiance. You love this dude. You want to marry him, and uh, that's really not cool. Him to treat him like garbage no, like that. It's fucked and you, up. You should be upset about that. Absolutely. Um. So if if Confronting them about it is just getting them to be condescending, you know, jerks. Uh, One, maybe push it harder and get mad at them. Show them that you are upset about this. You're going to marry this guy and they can either treat him well uh, or they don't. And you're just like not going to have dinner with them anymore. I know there's probably some given it seems your family all has these business connections they paid for your school and stuff like there's clearly some strings and like possible complications there. Uh, but regardless you gotta you gotta assert yourself yeah. you know if you love this dude you can't you can't let your family treat him that way, and uh either they're gonna change or you know he's not gonna learn fucking real estate just so he can talk to them like it doesn't make any sense
1: he doesn't need to do that either he doesn't he doesn't deserve to have that expectation put on him that he has to learn your family's business so that he can so that you guys can fucking prattle on about your bourgeois nonsense while he fucking <laughs> tries to eat chicken alfredo or some shit. exactly dude
0: god damn like all you have to do is just bring up a different topic like that's so jesus you really have nothing else that you're gonna talk about
1: yeah we uh we put in an offer on an office space down on 34th and (laughs) shut the fuck up nobody fucking cares 34th is so high morale oh my god it makes me want to fucking explode just thinking about this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> god damn it your family sucks and you probably suck also arthur you wouldn't believe this but i saw
0: candace down on 22nd street <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that low my god <laughs> oh
0: what a trollop
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: this has been radio free uh bourgeois impression <laughs>
1: <laughs> that mid-atlantic accent we're doing that which uh were, was it who were we talking about that the other week What's that, that accent? Yeah, the mid-Atlantic accent.
0: Ah, shit, I don't know.
1: So it's, an acqui- it's a consciously acquired accent of English. Like, if if you ever meet anyone from the United States who talks like this, they're putting it on for you to make you think that they're more fucking cultured than they actually are, <laughs> and they're a piece of shit and should be fucking shot on sight. Does anybody still talk like that? Not really. Like, I was- imagine...
0: I imagine there's some enclave in, like, fucking Massachusetts, and everybody's, like, over 100 years old, and they all talk like that. Yeah,
1: it was mostly oh, in, yeah. like, the um, like theater and film industry in the 30s and 40s. There we go. Largely taught in private, independent preparatory schools, especially in the American Northeast and in acting schools. Jesus Christ. The accents overall used sharply declined following the Second World War.
0: It's so irritating. Oh, like, it's, imagine having a class oh. in school, and it's like, all right, you're going to learn how to talk like an asshole. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Here we go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. Um. Yeah. Get him to talk about some other shit. Just try try to steer the conversation around. Uh. Uh. Fucking inside baseball. It's just it's dickish to fucking talk about work shit over dinner anyway.
0: No, it is. And especially when you get a guest who's like not involved with that. Yeah. I was going to say too, what you kind of just mentioned is like maybe attempt to steer the conversation there, but also that it might help to some extent and might be something to do down the line. uh, If your parents are willing to like try to adjust and like not be jerks. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the meantime, like the main issue here is your parents don't fucking respect you. They're not letting you make your own choice and who, you know, you want to be marrying and uh, just outright disrespecting somebody you love because he's not as fucking bougie as they want him to be. Yeah. And that's uncool. And you got to address that because it's disrespectful to you. It's disrespectful to him. And it's disrespectful to us because I hate reading about their shit. (laughs) It's true. All right. Got him. Yeah. Let's tar and feather these fuckers and uh, get onto the suggestion box. What do you say? I'm with it. All right. Uh, right. It's the Radio Free Topic suggestion box. I keep calling it the suggestion box. because that's the name of the site? But these aren't really suggestions. This is the anonymous question box. We should have.
1: Uh, I'm going to come up with a musical sting for the question box.
0: I'm into that. We should get those for uh, all our little segments. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sing. It'll be great. I'll sing in the bougie voice. Asking all the questions. Asking all them questions While you asking all them questions Making statements Anonymous question box I've got the link on our Instagram I've got the link on my Facebook Uh, Pretty much all over our our social media If you uh, you got a question You want us to answer it uh, on pod uh, Go ahead and click that link You don't have to make an account or anything You can type your question in, submit it, that's it We get it anonymously And uh, we'll talk about it Even if it's about uh, my mustache and eating pussy For example
1: Yeah Yeah,
0: that was great. (laughs) My friend told me he did that one, too. He was cracking up about it. (laughs) The jackass. Anyways, so this week we we have one, and uh, this is a legit question. So here we go. I'm having a bit of a boy problem. He's very nice, but bothers me constantly. He texts me all the time, and he calls constantly. Just now I got two calls in the span of three hours. Yikes. He works with me. And now it comes up to where I am and will whistle to get my attention and makes excuses to come talk to me. Eh. I like him as a friend and I'm definitely not going to date him after all this, but I'm getting very tired of dealing with this. What would your advice be?
1: Uh fill a water balloon with mayonnaise and just fucking annihilate him with it the next time he walks up <laughs> to you at work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, there you go. That's that Pavlovian condition. Yeah. And Eventually, you just hold a balloon up and it'll fuck right off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, you just got to be forthright with them. You just got to be like, look, this is a lot.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's if you want to maintain the friendship. Yeah. Uh, so if you do want to do that, exactly, I'd, I'd be forthright. I'd tell them, you know, you're not interested with, in them, but you'd like to stay, you'd like to be friends with them. You like them. And, uh, uh, also that's just he 's just overdoing it with the calls and all that also though that it could that can be difficult like that sort of confrontation uh, especially with a coworker uh i'm sure especially as a woman you know going to a man who's being low-key creepy mm-hmm. that can be difficult so like you're also completely in your rights to just tell him to fuck off or don't even and then just completely start you know cold shouldering him until he gets the uh until he gets the message but uh it, uh, up to you if you're, if you're trying to you know continue the friendship part. You feel me?
1: Yeah, it's not exciting or glamorous advice, but it's the advice that uh, that I think is correct. You definitely just uh, hit him with a Nah, I don't want to. D- oh, here here's what you do. I'd eye- open with this. Just be like, just look right him in the eye, look at him right in the eye and say, just to be clear, I don't I don't want to date you and, and just, good. just kind of purse your lips a little bit, you know what I mean? Give him kind of like a... You know,
0: you, do you feel my look, do you know? feel my look?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you feel my look?
0: I think I do. I think I do. Just
1: kind um, of like, mm. Yeah, just like a... Mm. And uh, watch the fucking blood drain out of his face, and, uh, and he'll never talk to you again.
0: <laughs> I think finally it doesn't seem like it's getting to this point, but if this is somebody... Yeah, this is somebody who works with you. If it gets to the point where like he is not getting the message and he just keeps, you know, kind of aggressively messaging all the time, that's the sort of thing he, that's the sort of thing you'd bring up with HR. Yep. All
1: right.
0: But hopefully it doesn't come to that and uh hopefully this dude's not a piece of shit and he, he respects your uh respects your desires here. Desires for him not to be a jerk. Totally. Alright. Good luck out there, anonymous.
1: Yep. We love you. Yes. Hey uh <laughs> hey Donovan. What's up? What if I'm the toxic one in the relationship? What? Yeah. So Reddit is full of advice to dealing with toxic relationships, but I couldn't find any for toxic people. I have a perfect GF. Love her dearly and all, but I just can't help myself bursting into anger occasionally or subconsciously manipulating her, can only realize the latter in retrospect. How can a person stop being toxic when it's part of my nature? I don't want to lose my GF, but not seem to be able to control myself either. P.S. Please spare me basic advice like, don't be mean. Yeah, I get it. What's next? Smiley face. And that was posted by Gyaomir. Ugh, I hate the smiley face. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> you're realizing that you're kind of like a potentially a
0: jackass or uh, being toxic in a relationship. And then like, just a little little smile. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, I, 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 in all
0: seriousness, yeah. it's good on you that you're bringing this question up, and you got a little self awareness here, right?
1: Yeah, I res—I respect this guy a lot for uh, coming forward um, with his with his issue. That like it's weird. Like uh, to take it back to the kind of topical thing. Uh, You know how uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a piece of shit and uh, absolutely sexually assaulted that woman all that time ago. And uh, probably the other woman that's uh, bringing the accusations as well. But, uh, you know, I feel like Me Too is an opportunity for dudes who have done shitty things to women to come forward and be honest about what they did and be clear about wanting to do better. You, you know what I mean? I think it's an opportunity. I don't think it's I don't think it's a uh, like, you know, Donald was saying today how, uh, oh, it's a scary time to be a young man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, no,
0: it's a scary time to be a fucking asshole.
1: It, yeah, it's a scary time to be an asshole. And it's definitely been a very scary time for women for the entirety of human history because <laughs> of the way they've been treated. Exactly.
0: And, oh my God! Yeah. Ow, oof! My fragile masculinity.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Where was I going exactly, with that? Man. So. Oh, go ahead. He's got a. He's got his head in the right place. Wanting to uh, wanting to fix what he's got, and I think, I think the only thing you can do is seek professional assistance, because um, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy is about. Uh, changing the way that you think to ultimately change the way that you act. So, you know, he has thoughts, like... And, and a lot of this shit stems from insecurity. Like, if you're manipulating your girlfriend, it's probably because you feel insecure and you have to control her to prevent her from leaving, you know?
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: So you'll, you know, work on gaining more confidence so that you don't have to do that, and you'll learn to recognize when you're doing it because if you can only realize it in retrospect, doesn't help you a whole lot.
0: I will say too, if you're recognizing this, and you know this is more than just getting upset. Sometimes, like if you are, you know, yelling at her, especially if you're fucking hitting this girl. Yeah, if you hit this uh, girl, degree, fuck you. On well, in the degree of the manipulation here, but if you're if you recognize that, like if you're in that situation, uh, I you don't want to lose your GF, but like also if you know that you're hurting her.
1: Got to let and her you're go. Just
0: gain awareness of this. Yeah. If you care about her, you, you got to let her go and then go to work on yourself. Right. And I'm going to say that, you know, possibly regardless, too, because it's difficult to work on fundamental issues with yourself when you're in a relationship with somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? Because you don't want, you know, kind of road bumps in that process where maybe you have an outburst again. You, you don't want them to be there to be taking the damage from that. Mm-hmm. So if I were you, I would break up with this girl explain this and uh, absolutely seek therapy
1: yeah straight up dog
0: yeah I'd be interested in this girl's perspective on this too because yeah. I wonder I wonder how bad this is
1: therapy ASAP says frock of seagulls boom frock of seagulls <laughs> <laughs> what is a frock uh well You
0: know, like an apron?
1: I could have, like, bullshitted something, but I'm going to look it up. All right. So the first is, like, okay, so the first thing when you type in frock is you get a frock coat, which is a thing that I heard of before. All right. And a frock coat has, like, uh, it's like a second collar for your chest. There we go. That's very long. (laughs) You know those coats that, like, they have the collar, then they have, like, a little break for the collar, then they have another thing that flares out. Ah yeah yeah, yeah yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So
0: it's just one of those full of uh, shit happy birds. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I like your
1: name. Uh Cook- yeah. Cookie Monsieur says wake up before seven AM every day and get more exercise during the mornings. <laughs> like
0: just, that's cool positive life advice, dude. That's not gonna fix your fucking sociopathy.
1: No, probably not. No. Nah. Unless, this, this unless down, down more what's that? Unless you're too tuckered out for fucking <laughs> yelling at her. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, get yourself burned
0: out so you can't be a piece of shit. Uh, now, stuff like that is good for fixing. I don't know. You're feeling down. You're having trouble with like energy and depression and all that. Uh, but this is something that is like literally a, a bad, very toxic pattern and behavior that's been ingrained in you. It's a habit that you've you've gained. And uh, like therapy really is the only way to work through that as best as you can.
1: Yeah, you need to tune up, my guy. You do. So just do
0: it. Good on you for being aware of it and uh, get out of there. So you're not, you're not putting your girlfriend through this no. straight up. All right. Damn. Well, hey, goodness. Uh, this next question mm-hmm. It's about fucking MLMs. <laughs> I, I take it. You know what an MLM is. Yes, right?
1: I do. Share. Okay. Share with the listeners.
0: Sure. To the listener who doesn't, MLMs are companies like fucking
1: Herbalife or uh, doTERRA or Young Living.
0: Uh, A lot of them sell like supplements and oils and shit. Um, But uh, they have the cool, fun twist that they're all pretty much a fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah. So an MLM works like you've got a distributor who quote unquote sells this stuff, but they're also trying to sell you a distributorship where you have to pay money to then have a job in that company, which they also call like your own business, even though it's not how your own business works. Right. Uh, And then some of the money that you are making selling goes to them, and then that goes to all the people above them, forming the very cool, fun shape of a pyramid. (laughs) On top of this, people who are into that will be very fucking defensive, saying that it's not, and uh, have kind of a reputation for being jerks and very pushy about this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's pretty culty, too. It's very
0: culty. Cool. Yeah, they've got retreats where they talk about, uh, they just do all this hype-up stuff, and, like, portion the product, and, like, get a fucking company, excitement, uh, sell, blah. It's it's really terrifying, yeah. actually. And uh, I, don't, I follow a bunch of pages on this stuff because it fascinates me. So, there's your rundown on MLMs. And, uh, you know, if you ever had a girl you went to middle school with 20 years ago send you a message asking you how you're doing, and uh, she wants to tell you about her new business, that's what this is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of a fucking plague. Ah, like dude, they're it's, everywhere, it's, and they're insidious as shit. It's the worst.
0: Uh, but there's the background. We'll get more into this. Here's the question. Friend is mad at me because I wouldn't buy essential oils from our other friend who works for an MLM. All of us, 25F. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So up until very recently, I honestly had no idea that essential oils were sold by MLM companies, or that people thought they had healing powers. I've been diffusing them for a few years because I like that they're cleaner and safer than candles and incense. That's the only reason. Last week, I invited three old friends from high school over for wine and appetizers. Just a typical hangout. My friend Katie invited Kara. Kara went to high school with us, but I was never close with her, so I wasn't friends with her on Facebook or anything. As soon as Kara saw my diffuser, she said her side job is selling essential oils and basically started pitching me. It was pretty obvious right away that she works for an MLM, but I honestly didn't care. The way I saw it, since I use these oils all the time, I'd rather support someone I actually know than give my money to some company on Amazon. So I told her to shoot me a Facebook message later and we could talk about it. Anyone who's familiar with MLMs knows what's coming next. I was prepared to pay a bit of a markup, but the prices were insane. Kara wanted close to $30 for something I could get for $5 on Amazon. So I thanked her for reaching out and told her the oils were way out of my price range. Kara tried to tell me about her oils were more pure than mine and how they have healing powers. I told her i just go to the doctor when I'm sick and I don't need the oils for anything but making the room (laughs) smell nicer got him. Then she got a bit nasty, told me I'm poisoning myself with cheap oils, and said I wasn't smart enough to see the opportunity she was presenting me with. Mm -hmm. Basic MLM stuff. And I barely know Kara, so I didn't care. The issue is this text I got from Katie yesterday. She said it was really rude of me to lead Kara on and make her think I was going to buy something, and that she didn't think I was the kind of person who'd buy from a faceless corporation over supporting a friend who owns her own business. Oh yeah. She said I didn't need to start buying all my oils from Kara, but it was downright disrespectful of me not to at least try her product and see if it was better. I honestly stared at my phone for a straight minute after I read that message, but I finally sent the following reply. Quote, I didn't waste Kara's time by hearing her sales pitch. I was legitimately interested in her product until she mentioned it was six times what I normally pay. Any legitimate business person would understand how important pricing is to people, and would be smart enough not to back a company that charges that kind of markup. Personally, I think it's a bit of a stretch to call Kara a business owner. I think an actual business owner would know better than to insult a potential client after they chose not to buy anything. And they certainly wouldn't turn around and trash that potential client to mutual friends, as Kara clearly did with you. Whew! Oh, fucking got him! Last bit, it's been over a day and Katie still hasn't texted me back. She's obviously acting like a real jerk, but she really is a good friend and I don't want this to end our friendship. Should I reach out? What should I say? TLDR, friend of a friend, tried to sell me some essential oils at a ridiculous markup. Now my friend is mad at me. That was posted by Flounder and a whole bunch of numbers.
1: Slash and burn, nuke the site from orbit, you gotta fucking get out of there, man! You gotta just tell them both to go fuck themselves. They're both infected by the by the fucking brain virus, and it's only it's a matter of t- it's only a matter of time till you're selling supplements or something, man. You got to get out of there. Exactly, this stuff is
0: contagious.
1: Uh,
0: I will say, there's also the possibility that your friend doesn't grasp like how fucking evil these companies are. Yeah. Because she's using the terminology here, because this is how people in MLM sell it. She mm-hmm. owns her own business versus a faceless corporation. The thing is that the MLM is a fucking faceless corporation. That's right. It is people at the top making billions of dollars off of the people under them who make, I think, the average income for most of these people is fucking negative. Mm. And it's, like, it is genuinely fucking evil.
1: Yeah, it's predatory, for sure. Exactly.
0: And so I would... You know, I would try to maybe send her an article or some information on this because there's there's a lot of info on this and and the insidiousness of fucking MLMs online. And I would try to get her to understand, like, why this is a bad thing and why it isn't shitty of you. Beyond that, 30 bucks is a fucking lot for some stupid oil. That's completely understandable. (laughs) And she made a great point that, like, no business owner would tell you to, you know, go shit talk you to your friend because he didn't buy something from him. Like, that's fucked up. That reflects badly on her. That's also a fucking hallmark of MLM's, mm. and you're completely justified to feel like this. Straight up. Rant over. Whew.
1: Yeah. Essential O's are fucking bullshit anyway, especially the healing powers. Come on. they <laughs> fucking art, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just go to the doctor when I'm sick, and I just use them to make my room smell nice, and you're trying to charge me six times what it is.
0: Nah, no, dude. Doctors are just trying to get one over you and make you spend lots of money on this evil pharmaceutical health. So just give me a thousand dollars to buy a whole bunch of fucking oils so that you can sell them to other people.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>.
0: What? <laughs>
1: I'm trying to. I'm trying to go up a level. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to make
0: it to fucking like platinum biggest here, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Nah, man. I, I, it, this fascinates me, but this is one of the things that just gets me so fucking heated. Because it's a combination of shitty fucking grifters getting one over on vulnerable people combined with pseudoscience. <laughs> it's yeah. just crappy across the fucking
1: board. Yeah, dude. Oof. Yep. Send, uh, send Katie an article. Just like... Because it's been over a day, and you want to couch it in kind of like, like an informative way. You want to be like... Uh, look, I'm sorry I upset Kara. Clearly she's important to you, and I'm sorry that that happened. So just t- strike, like, a conciliatory tone and then be like, but I think that it's possible that she's working for something like this and share with her, like, a brief informative article.
0: Exactly. No, th- that definitely sounds like the move. Because as I said, I there's a good chance she just doesn't understand, like, how crappy this stuff is. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, no, I I think you're definitely right. Just take a, take a more calm tone with her, explain, and, uh, show her some articles, and then, uh, try to save Kara from the fucking faceless cult that is whatever this fucking place
1: is. Yeah, hire a deprogramming team for Kara. There you go.
0: Dude, there's so many of them. There are so many of these things. Like, it is wild how long these have gone on.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: so, uh, Can I make one last note on this? Of course. Uh, Radio Free Topeg is opening uh, our new fantastic
1: business. (laughs) Uh, Have we got an opportunity for you? (laughs) Oh, we we do.
0: So get amped up. Prepare to be a boss, babe, because you're going to have your own business. All you have to do is send us Mm $69,400, and we will send you a pack of 50 platinum Bingai, which then you can sell to people below you and make them your downline of Bingus distributors. (sighs) All it takes is $69,400 to change your life. You would invest that in education. Why wouldn't you invest it in an opportunity
1: like this? <laughs> it's even better that Bengus is a term we use for bong. <laughs> 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 it's platinum, dude.
0: Yeah, it actually kills the bacteria and uh, makes the weed turn you into a
1: god. <laughs> You will be able to kill God if you invest (laughs) (laughs) $69,000. Since the death of God, there's been a vacancy open. You can fill that void. Here's how. Become God for $69,000. $69,400.
0: Sixty-nine thousand four hundred dollars. That's right, partner. Yep. Wait now, four hundred twenty
1: dollars. I fucked it up myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even get them at sixty-nine thousand four hundred twenty. That was very. Cool. I ha-
0: I had to slip a stupid sixty-nine four twenty joke in there. Nice. It was very nice. All right. H- hot second, I need to plug plug my laptop in.
1: Donovan's away, so it's just me and you. I'm being held captive on the fifth floor of Donovan's apartment building. If anyone hears this, come to Nashville and, and bust me out. Please. Please. Hurry
0: up. All right. Thank God I noticed that. Okay,
1: he's back. Uh, never mind. Okay, shh, shh, shh. <laughs>
0: What did you say? Are you trying to take over this MLM by yourself, <laughs> dude? You can't fucking eke me out of here. I invented the Platinum
1: biggest Okay. How would you feel if I took you to The friend zone. Oh,
0: golly, gee Willikers! I'm fucking stoked for the friend zone.
1: That last one would have been a pretty good friend zone, um, but it's more like the hell zone.
0: Yeah, we, we got to go to the proper friend zone. Here we not go. The, uh, MLM infected a friend zone. If you spend
1: too much time in one of those, dude, you'll uh, you'll get that that multi level meningitis. <laughs> okay, here we go. I twenty five F would like to upgrade my casual friends to real friends, but I don't know how to do it. I've always been an introvert, and I like spending time on my own. But lately, I've been missing the company of other people. I have friends and acquaintances, but these relationships are very casual. We see each other every now and then, but I wouldn't call them in the middle of the night or text them just to vent after a hard day, if you know what I mean. I would like to cultivate these casual friendships into real friendships, but my friends don't seem very interested in doing so. I'm usually the one to reach out, and I honestly think I like them more than they like me. It's not like they're bad friends or bad people. I'm just not that high on their priority list. We're all in our mid to late 20s. People have busy lives and other friends that they've known longer and are closer with. I'm not part of any particular friend group, but I'd love to have friends over every now and then and just chat over a cup of tea or hang out. Is it weird if I just invite them over out of the blue? Do I need an excuse or reason to do so? I'm afraid of being rejected. TLDR, I, an introvert, 25F would like to be closer to my friends, but they're not showing much interest. And that was posted by Dash Mimi. Dash Mimi? (laughs) Is that like Speed Racer?
0: It did kind of have that tone to it. Go Dash Mimi. Um, Okay, this is getting a little bit straight into the question, but uh, definitely not weird if you just invite them over. No. I think that's a good way to... Uh, like get closer with people because they know oh this person like likes me enough to invite me over mm-hmm. and uh, then you spend more time with them, learn some more things about them and uh, you know might find you've got a bunch in common or really like each other and then you get a cool friend.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm uh, a, I'm a big fan of invino veritas. Uh, just get a little fucking liquored up with somebody and instantly you're better friends for it. <laughs> That's very true. Because you you'll start, you know, yeah, I never told anybody, but I, I fucking killed a guy one time,
0: <laughs> and then you're fucking best friends, and they're stuck with you because they know you might kill them if you uh, you don't stick around. That's right. Yeah,
1: good fucking <laughs> strategy.
0: No, it, this is definitely it, it. Definitely becomes tougher when you're 25, yeah, and uh, especially if you've moved to a new place, and uh, you know you don't have school and stuff to meet people you got this group of people. You like them enough. There's a reason you're hanging out. And uh, I think it's the transition area between, like, people you just hang out with and, like, a close friend Yeah, that can be... I don't know if there's, like, really a science to it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. These things, they grow. They happen organically. And you never it, and, and you never know who it's going to be, either. You know what I mean? No, you could be sure, like, I'd really sure. like to get much closer to this person. Turns out it's this other person, and suddenly they're your good friend. Ah, oh, there you go.
0: So... I think just investing time in the relationship is good and inviting them over, like asking them to do things shows you're interested. You also just need to, you got to ditch that fear of being rejected there to yeah. the best of your abilities. True because you just realize if somebody turns you down, well, like, you know, it's, it's like lower stakes dating. Like, well then, you know, you just not somebody, uh, you'd be particularly close friends with and you nip that in the bud. Like it's, it's all right. And, uh, and it doesn't make you, you know, any less of a person or, like, not a friendly person or, like, it shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. Like, as you mentioned, people got a lot of friends, you know, especially in your mid-20s. Like, you got shit going on. It can be tough to build up those friendships. Yep. And uh, that's all right. You don't have to take that personally. It's true.
1: True dat.
0: I I would also say uh, try to find out, like, stuff they're into mm. and that you would potentially be interested in. Cause I think that shows that you, you know, you care about what they're into. You're like, oh, this person's interested in the shit that I'm doing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ask them about what they're doing. They got a hobby or something, <laughs> rock climbing. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe ask if they could take you with. Cause uh, I don't know. I know if I got a hobby, I'm doing, and somebody's like, oh man, I would want to try that out. Like, can I come with? I'd be fucking stoked about that. True. It's fun, fun showing people things you care about.
1: Yeah, I love, I love sharing the things I care about. They're, it's so precious to me.
0: Sharing the things I care about, with Dash like climbing Mimi. on rocks, and that with Dash Mimi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, definitely. I had something
0: else. I I thought I had something else. One of the, I wanted to mention in here. Uh, I mean, we've already said this a million times, but uh, you know, also just getting in there and doing stuff you're interested in, and you meet common people through that.
1: And like, yeah, we've uh, been through that a bunch of times. Traumatic events and like, you know, uh, I believe it was Mao Zedong that said, uh, never let a crisis um, go unexploited, I think was was pretty much the, the uh, term. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, say your aunt dies and you're bummed out about your aunt dying. Call one of these people that you want to get close with and be like, I just didn't know who to talk to and I want to talk about my aunt. And... If somebody's not a piece of shit, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'm here for you, sure," and then that brings that brings you closer.
0: No, that that's what was in the back of my head. I uh, I couldn't remember. I think, uh, yeah, because th- there's an aspect getting to the kind of intimate, more friendship where you're you're there for each other and talk about personal shit. That could be hard to initiate. So, no, exactly what you're saying, Arthur. Like, if something... If you're having trouble with something, I'd, you know, kind of just start on something small. Like, don't be like, uh, Oh, God, I found out I have terminal cancer. Like, I want to call you all the fucking time. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, bring up something personal about yourself that, uh, you know, you need to trust somebody to tell them. And I think from somebody coming forward to you with something personal to them, uh, that also shows that person that they can potentially trust you because... You know, you're sharing something with them, yeah. and uh, it's kind of the only way to ease into that. You know, definitely, definitely don't make up. You have cancer and uh, call them a hundred million times, but you know, something, something light. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, a lot of it is about letting other people in, and then the, and then you become closer.
0: Yeah, it reminds me that fucking. There's that concept of like, I mean, what is it like? Yeah. You ask somebody for a favor. There's some psychological concept. Like if you ask him for a favor, they uh, they'll tend to like you more on account of uh, uh, they like add, they did something nice for you. They feel some sort of attachment there. I just completely butchered that, but that's a thing. I'm
1: telling you. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I think I I think I do remember reading something like that.
0: You know what I'm talking about, yeah, like even if it's a small thing like that makes somebody perceive you uh more positively or something, asking them for a favor, which is very strange,
1: yeah, humans are yeah. fucking weird, dude, this is true, this is true, yeah, hey, uh, what do you say we leave the friend zone and go to the end of the show? <laughs>
0: God damn it, you said I couldn't bring that back (laughs) until way down the line. You bastard.
1: I couldn't think of how to do it, man. I couldn't couldn't come up with anything. That's all right. I can take it again. I can take it again. What do you say we go from the... Oh, no. (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ. What's our intro music?
1: Our intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere, and you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com.
0: And our intro music is the song Int- Stephanie outro, by the hey Fellows. You said intro music. I, I said outro. No. You didn't. I think it, just, I think just bumble sometimes. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> intro music. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at theHayfellows.com, Instagram.com, slash theheyfellows, or on Spotify, search the
1: Hayfellows. And it's been so good to have you with us. I can't believe it's been another weekend. I'm so glad that you're here with us. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. And don't join in the MLMs. Don't fucking do it. Okay. We did it. Bingo.